There we go. See, even at work, I have my blue light glasses. I mean, of course. Look at you, girl. I have a separate (laughs) blue light, like separate pair of blue light glasses at work. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's how I roll. But uh, not gonna apologize for it. (laughs) There you are. Okay. I'm here. Fantastic. Okay. We shall begin. Welcome to Breast Cancer is Boring, a podcast about breast cancer with Jocelyn and Lauren. Whether you have breast cancer or any other kind of cancer or you're just a weirdo who's super <laughs> cancer curious, welcome. We hope you enjoy because breast cancer is boring, but we and you mm-hmm. are interesting. I love it. Welcome. Welcome. To this final episode of 2020 for Breast Cancer is Boring. Wow. Final episode of season one. That's right. We're doing seasons mm-hmm. because we're professionals. <laughs> we're goddamn the professionals. Fa- the season finale. It's the season finale. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Should have thought up a better cliffhanger, but I don't really have one. Um, announcements. It's still a pandemic out there. So wear your mask and stay at home and don't get together with your friends and family for Christmas. I mean, just this one time you have the best excuse ever. Use it. Mm -hmm. There's also a vaccine. So what I recommend is you listen to our episode called Research with Jonathan Heck. And you actually do some research. Because if you have fears about this vaccine turning you into a flesh-eating zombie or injecting some kind of trackable device, I got news for you. Number one, you should be so lucky to be a zombie and not a human (laughs) running from the zombies in the case of an apocalypse. And number two, if you think there's not electronic devices hearing your every word right now, then you haven't read your iPhone terms of uh, use because uh, they're listening all the time. And Absolutely. If you use any I feel sort of that social it, media. Exactly. I mean, come on, people. You're, I mean, I know we're interesting, but I'm not that interesting. Like, oh, they're come not. On now. They're not. I mean, I know, I know, I know. I just, <laughs> we take a moment to be less narcissistic than usual and just say, <laughs> I don't think iPhone is sitting around like, what's Jocelyn saying today? They don't care. <laughs> it's going, it's fi- being filed under T for trash. Anyway. <laughs> Stay safe out there, everybody. Um, Lauren, you have a very important announcement. Yes. I still have eyelashes, <gasps> which I'm totally stoked about. I'm stoked for I know. you. It's, it really, really makes me happy. Really makes me happy. Yeah. It's like the one thing, like when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm like <laughs> putting my mascara on going, yes, yes, yes. Mm, give me some more. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> these eyelashes are awesome uh, now i all, all i have to do is is work on volume so mm. next that will be i don't know if that's a thing that you can actually do to your own eyelashes without like having lashes put on top of your eyelashes oh you sure but, can oh girl okay. i will send you i will send you the lash primer that i use <gasps> it's ridiculous it's okay. so ridiculous. I would even go as far as to say it's redonkulous. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Bold statement, but it's the Marc Jacobs one. 
And it's uh, usually lash primers are white, and this one is like more of a peachy color. I don't know mm. what that has to do with anything, but mm. uh, in case someone is listening to this right now and they're going to Google it, just go to Sephora, go to Marc Jacobs, look for the lash primer. It's in a white tube with a silver top, and I don't remember what it's called, but it looks like a, it almost looks like the color of like a white girl under eye concealer, basically. Like a pale person's under eye concealer but it's it's not for your lashes and it is it's redonkulous i'll i'll send it to you awesome. uh you're not gonna believe i can't it. wait yeah i can't wait yeah i mean i'm in it for the lashes too it's like the one thing like you said yeah it's pure <sighs> joy so today we're gonna be talking and i hope for the last time about the year 2020 which has inspired many a hilarious meme and many a an apt metaphor. The one I like the most, and I think the expression that I've been using the most this year that previously I had never used is dumpster fire. Right. That's it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> um, but beyond that, you and I have had different 2020s than I would say... I mean, just like everyone, we've all had different 2020s, but it's not been all bad. Right. And also the criticism, you know, of the whole, oh man, 2020 has been, yeah, these things have always been here, except for the pandemic, I would say. But in terms of all of the social justice things that have been thrust into the light, uh, and it's about goddamn time, like these things have always been here. It's not like racism just became a thing in 2020. Uh, so I get that criticism, but also I just want, I am very into the arbitrary changeover from one year to the other being a marker in my life of something substantial, like something important. So I am like, I do resolutions. I sit down and like think about them and think about, I just like to plan. I like to put things in a spreadsheet, I like to write things down with check boxes. Like that's what I like to do. So that's what we're going to do here. Yay. Because I want to. And you agreed. So I, totally. I'm down. <laughs> All right. I just want to compare. I, I want to go back in time. Let's go back in time okay. to January 1st, 2020, where a naive but well-intentioned me was making a list of resolutions. So here's what I had on like I wrote it down in purple pen on paper because for some reason I don't put resolution everything is like typed my notes for this podcast are typed everything is typed for me because it's just faster but when it's something like a resolution or in like a journal it's handwritten I don't know why I make that distinction but I do so in this journal I wrote down my 2020 expectations as I believe what I uh, had named them. So nice. this is what I had, right? This is what I expect. <laughs> the entitlement. Wow. Um, so here's what I had. And I had them categorized. Surgeries. Deep reconstruction. Fat grafting and implant exchange. Check, check, check. You did them. I did you it. You did it. That's great. Which is to say I showed up was put to sleep and had it done to me and then recovered for a number of months. But yeah, I I got my deep reconstruction. I got that. 
I started 2020 with a tissue expander. Is that strange or what? That's I mean, that is almost like a telling for the future. (laughs) I know, (laughs) but like, (laughs) I cannot, I I like did, I don't know how you do a double take on time, but Mm -hmm. that's what I did. I went back and I was like, I mean, are you sure? And yeah, I started 2020 with a tissue expander. It is, that to me is bonkers. Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel like this year has lasted and I'm not alone in this. I know, but like sometimes 5,000 days because that just seems like a world ago. It's funny how that, that happens, you know, whether it be reconstruction or treatment, you're like, oh my gosh, this is taking forever. And then all of a sudden it's like gone and done. And, and that, that was it. And yeah. And you're like, what? What wow. the hell happened? <laughs> so I started 2020 with a tissue expander with my own belly button that I was born with. And uh, now I have neither of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Um, yeah, how do you yeah. feel about the belly button thing? So I, I kind of, based on where they drew on me and what I was prepared for, I guess I knew I would have a new belly button, but it just didn't occur to me that I would actually wake up with a different belly button. I know that makes no sense, but I was, I just, (laughs) I was so, look, I was so freaked out by this deep flap surgery. I was freaking out. You remember, I was like going down Google rabbit holes. I was not sleeping. Yeah. I and I was lucky. I was so lucky because I got that deep flap reconstruction on March 4th. Mm-hmm. And by the time I had to go in to get a couple bags of blood, I think the Friday following, I feel like there was already at temperature checks in place. There wow. wasn't like universal masking yet, but I was only allowed one person with me and they were doing temperature checks and the healthcare workers were wearing masks, but, but the patients were not yet. So I got freaking lucky. No kidding. And I, and I also got lucky. I didn't think I was going to be able to have my fat grafting and to exchange my implant for symmetry because the deep flap is on my right. And then it's just a traditional implant on my left. (laughs) Excuse me while I touch my breasts repeatedly. Uh, so it's not funny I, I how thought when I, you talk about them you're like and then this one over here yeah <laughs> this i should name them so that it's very clear that's that's what i should do but anyway i i i, I thought i was going to have to wait till 2021 which for mental reasons is torture but mm-hmm. also for um reasons of having already met my deductible was sad you know money money i could be spending on face creams you know so, but I got to have it in the middle of a pandemic, an elective, really an elective procedure. Right. Um, and so I feel very lucky that I got both this thing. Sidebar. Uh, I just followed up with my plastic surgeon last week from my, mm-hmm. um, from my fat grafting. And I, I got there and I asked her, I said, so did you give me abs? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I sure did. And then we high-fived. <laughs> nice. Nice. She got me in there. Not only did she build better breasts on me, 
but she freaking gave me ab definition. She is a wonderful like, lady. She is an artiste. And oh, I think she seriously gets in there and is just like, okay, how do we make this the best possible? What would I do for my sister? Like, she just gave me, I'm not saying like she gave me like a muscle man six pack. You know those vertical lines that, you know, those like subtle vertical indentations on either side of where a six pack would be and then the one that runs down from kind of between your, from like your sternum to your belly button? Oh, yeah. And it just kind of looks like, ooh, she's fit. Yeah, I have that. <sighs> Green with envy. I mean, I would be. <laughs> How many planks did you have to do to get there? Zero planks. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it's on on one level, it's just so freaking awesome that she would get in there and be like, I know what this girl needs. She needs some abs. And I know what she wants. She wants some abs. And I'm not even going to tell her because I'm going to let her be surprised. Oh, I mean, that's one level of like genius. And then the other level is I had those lines. I had those lines pre-cancer because I was working out like a champ. And so in a way, she was restoring something for me. And it was just, I mean... Ugh, that feeling. And the more I heal and the more the edema goes down, which there mm-hmm. is just a little bit left, and the more I have, like, more mobility, it's just, it's so, it's so restorative and it feels so good. And I am so relieved to have these surgeries done. And I have no awesome. surgeries in my future that I know of. Yay. So, yeah. I, it's just very exciting. Um, so, check, check. Done. Then I had a big checks. I had a career section. And for my career section, I wanted to complete my master's degree and get a national certification. I completed my master's degree. Chicka to chick. The national certification. I bought the books. Is that you say that counts? Totally counts. Excellent. So I mean, that's like half the battle right there. (laughs) I mean, all you have to do is know what's in the books. Know what's in the books is the next. The next logical step. I mean, you have them, so that is half of it. Yeah, it is. It mm-hmm. shows a clear intent. It's intent. Totally. You know? Yeah. And even if you don't commit murder, you can still be convicted for murder if if they can prove that you intended to murder someone. So I feel that even though I don't have the national certification, I could still be recognized for my intention to right. acquire one. Right. Same saying, right? See, I, I wish I had that. I I don't think I had any of that in my um I didn't have a career section in oh. my twenty twenty. Well um but I had uh two departments thrusted upon me during twenty twenty. So I yeah. did I I managed to do something I didn't even count on doing. See some people uh, are born great. <laughs> Some people a- achieve greatness through <laughs> strenuous, strenuous uh, effort, which I think is me. And then some have greatness thrust upon them. 
Like, you would like to avoid being great because you're just like, I'm tired, bitches. But (laughs) people can't help it. They see you and they're like, yeah, give her stuff to do because she'll get it done. (laughs) That's truth. It's the most unfair. That is truth. But also stop being so damn good at everything. You know what I mean? You know, I do have that like inner like turmoil issue because I really like to, I love a challenge. So instead of me going like, I think that that might be too much for me to take on right now. I'd be like, bring it on. I got this. Bring it on. Yeah. I'll nail that. Sure. But, but I'll you take care will. Of that. And you and do I nail do. it. That's I the do. problem. Look, <laughs> we're going to set goals later on in this episode. We're going to yeah. unveil our 2021. I call them. What do I call them? Projections. Projections. Yeah. Yes. Projections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to. I have some for you. Uh, And it has to do with being less great at your job. Okay. I had a trips section because we were finally going to go on that European trip that we've been planning to go on since since 2018 that we had to cancel because cancer. Right. (sighs) We were going to go to Europe. We were going to go to Kansas City to visit family. We were going to go to Chicago to visit family. Um, Well, womp womp. We didn't go anywhere. Nobody went anywhere this year for the most part. So... We're on the same boat with that. And I don't think I can even plan a European vacation for next year. I think we're looking at 2022. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, for for worldwide, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can, can swing Chicago this year and, and Kansas City, you know, visit some family. But I think Europe, if I want to go and have an unfettered good time... You know, probably we need to wait. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, shopping. Yes, there is always a section for shopping. I like to know what my focus will be for my wardrobe in the Mm -hmm. year. And also, are there any large expenditures that I need to Mm. plan for? Right. Like, you know, high dollar. Do I need a new winter coat? And do I want it to be amazing? Do I need, you know, like just these higher dollar items? Yeah. So like a new pair of boots. Yes. Especially mm-hmm. if they're over the knee, especially if they're suede, mm-hmm. um, which I do not own. So because uh, most of my shopping stuff really went to the wayside because where the hell am I going? Like, where I the know. hell am I going? I'm going nowhere. And it's so interesting when you don't get out and dress, you know, for going out and then see other for me, other women like out there wearing the, just these amazing outfits, like the inspiration just drops to an all time low and it becomes uninteresting to me. So my resolutions for 2020 were I was going to go on a J Crew fast mm. because if you survey my closet, which is pretty easy to do right now since I'm literally in it, <laughs> you will. You may pick up on the fact that I have a problem and that problem has a name. And its name is J. Crew. Hmm. And I know that makes me sound like the most basic of bitches. And in a way I am. <laughs> but in another way, I can always pick up those sale items because I'm buying the stuff from J. Crew that nobody else really gets. Oh, okay. Like I have a full on wide leg, double breasted suit, the jacket and the pants. Okay. That are co- the color of which is called Neon Flamingo. 
Wow. Yeah, let me tell you how many of these were left. A lot. Because people are like, how do I wear neon flamingo? I'll tell um, you how you wear it. Mm-hmm. On your body. That's how. You I'm, just put it on. I'm sure it looks great. It's amazing. It's so fun, and people love it. You come at people in these bright colors and put pattern on pattern. They just love it. It brightens their day. Yeah. Look, I'm bringing happiness to the world, and if that has a price, then I'll pay it. Okay. Especially in pink flamingo. Especially in pink flamingo. So I had a resolution that I was not going to buy anything J. Crew for the mm-hmm. entire year, that I was only going to buy some things that were French and expensive, and I was going to buy less. Wow. So I was going to buy like five items, but they were going to be really good, like legacy items. Okay. And uh, that definitely didn't happen. So moving on Mm. to the uh, creativity portion of my resolutions. I love that you have this. That's another section. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm deep into the planning. I love love the fantasy of like projecting a future onto myself. I love it. Uh, podcasting and writing were like main features Mm -hmm. and that was, it was pretty nonspecific, but I knew that I wanted to continue doing this podcast and like make it, you know, like plan it, have, that's when I started doing the outlines and the spreadsheet and all that, that stuff. Um, and then writing, I didn't do as much writing as I wanted to. That's that. Um, and then I had a workout section. And I did not anticipate that my, I had gotten back into a good rhythm with class pass, which I love. I love the Mm -hmm. concept of it. However, that concept does not translate well to a global pandemic. No. And I got to tell you, working out at home, whether it's an app or, and having two surgeries in the year, interrupting whatever whatever like groove you might get into it's just shot it's shot that to hell so and you know what i'm going to take the pass i know i need to work out i know that outcomes for women with breast cancer who are active versus sedentary are much much better anyway i just got to take a mulligan on that one um Pretty, pretty spotty. And at the, at the moment, outright non-existent, basically. <laughs> so, um, okay. What, did you have resolutions for 2020? I used to make resolutions. Um, mm-hmm. And they were more like for health and fitness. And I think that this, you know, um, this year, I think... <laughs> I promised myself to take less BS. Twenty <gasps> twenty, you decided I, this. I, I how did. did you know? Well, um, and how did you do it? So, and and I think this really stemmed from um, it, it started with work, um, and it's so crazy because I used to work with this person who was sort of like a work bully. Um, Ooh, what? Yeah, kind of a work bully, which okay. is a, so weird. Um, and I decided to no longer hate this person, but yet kill them with kindness. But also just stand up for myself. I I just stood up for myself Ooh. and 
you know, sometimes I'm so appalled by the way other adults behave. I like I'm I'm so shocked that they don't have the same kind of common courtesies that I oblige to other people. Yes. That I kind of freeze um in the moment and I remember promising myself to if I felt like I was in that spot, not to freeze, but to take a breath and respond and respond as intelligently as I possibly can. And if I couldn't in- respond in a way that was intelligent and um, it didn't have to be kind, but assertive, um, that I would say, uh, I feel that what you're saying is wrong or inappropriate. And I'd like to take this, um, you know, matter to the side because this person used to like kind of try and make me look bad in front of other people. Oh my so, God. I know, but look where that got that person. No longer here. <gasps> really? <laughs> yes. Oh, karma's a bitch. Well done. Mm-hmm. But I did promise myself that I was no longer going to um, just, I wasn't allowing it, but I was kind of because I wasn't, immediately um saying something because like i said i'm kind of that person that i feel if i respect you and give you kindness that you'll return that but yeah <laughs> not everybody's that way and um especially in the workplace so especially i really in the workplace yeah i really had to learn how to because my response at first was always like are you flipping kidding me? Like I, you know, I wanted to say things like that. And I recognize like in the workplace and especially in front of others um, Mm. and other leaders, like that's not really a good way to respond, but um, there's nothing wrong with saying like, when you say that it makes me feel this, this way, or um, Mm. I feel like what you're saying is inappropriate or um not for this setting and we can take this you know and I did do it I'm so proud of myself that's a big goal for me do it how did you do it um I I did I did exactly what I wanted to do like I you know instead of freezing I had to respond I had to Mm -hmm. say I had and it was so funny because the way situations like this would happen would like it would almost happen and I would be talked over so I couldn't respond. Mm-hmm. And so I really had to stand up for myself and say, now, wait a minute, excuse me. <laughs> stop, the, like stop the conversation and be wow. like, I feel that it's necessary for me to respond to that comment and and do it. And oh, my God, it was hard. But but I have also learned that. Um, you know, in the world, work world and business and, um, you know, people, some people will run over you, whether they be Mm -hmm. male or female. Um, this person just happened to be a woman, which I always, I'm another person. Like I always see other women in the workplace, especially other leaders. And I'm like, awesome, go women, you know, and like, yes, yes. But this particular person was always trying to squash me, hmm. or at least it felt like it. And um, oh, and I trust I, your judgment. 
I, I stood up for myself on a regular basis to where this particular person, I think maybe subconsciously, I don't know, subconsciously or consciously recognized that I wasn't going to take that crap anymore. Exactly. You know what else? Not only did you stand up for yourself, but more than likely you prevented so many other people from being bullied in a similar manner by this person. I would hope so. But, you know, I did have people come to me and ask me, like, like, how did you do that? And (laughs) (laughs) because apparently this person was very much um, just very much a bully, you know. It's remarkable how we can watch it happen to someone else and think, well, or like in a movie. Mm -hmm. And you'll look at a character and be like, just stand up for yourself. Just say this. Just do that. Yeah. But when it comes down to you doing it, because of the flurry Mm -hmm. of feelings and chemicals going on in your body at the time, it's very difficult. Yeah. And I'm not like real difficult. I'm my first reaction is usually such shock because like I said, I have always sort of given people kindness and respect Mm -hmm. and think that I will receive that in return. And it's always, especially when it's like really not returned. (laughs) Um, I, it's so shocking to me, and and it's so funny because I have a hard time responding immediately because I'm so shocked. I'm just like, what, 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 what just happened? <laughs> like, wow, you know, I don't know. It's crazy. See, I'm too fast on the response because <laughs> you know there is a garbage person that lives inside of me, and I'm trying to starve her to death, but it's hard. And so when I see another person acting like garbage, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. And I hate it because I hate it in myself. And so I hate when it happens. So I'm quick on the response. But the problem with that is I get into trouble. (laughs) Because like you said, the thing you want to say is not the articulate. You know, I need to respond to that, actually. And I'm speaking, you know, like Mm -hmm. the thing you want to say is... uh, wildly inappropriate as well even though you are standing up for yourself and so i i land somewhere in the middle which is still not good enough so i've had multiple times throughout my professional career where i've been taken aside by someone um and actually i think it's always been a woman uh in a leadership position who has said we we need to work on this particular part you're a good communicator but you need to work on when you get kind of worked up how you present because it shuts people down it shuts Mm -hmm. down the conversation right and i've always been grateful because that's a difficult conversation to have with someone too Mm -hmm. you know especially someone who comes off like i do like i'm very confident in everything that i'm doing but the fact is i'm not and yeah everything inside of me just says tear this person apart verbally destroy them they are no match for you <laughs> like that's the garbage person inside of me uh crawling from her cell like <laughs> straining the manacles i've got her in she escapes every time <laughs> anyway well done you, Thank you. and ooh, i love that oh i love that what other resolutions did you have for 2020 i think that was a big one for me um I That's think, huge. yeah, I, 
I used to put a lot of pressure on myself for like my physical fitness and um I I did not do that this year. I literally really? did the opposite. Not 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 care, but like do things for fitness that were more enjoyable and fun for me and not do them because I have to look good in a bathing suit. Although that does mm. help. Okay. That does help. It also helps when your plastic surgeon helps you with that by um, removing the fat on your lower abdomen and giving you abs and bigger boobs. I love I my mean, doctor. Amazing. She's so amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe I need to go see your doctor. Mm. Tell her I sent you. Right. Um, She'll do you right. Yeah, I think that was... Uh, I definitely knew... I don't know. After going through um, chemotherapy for me and, you know, all the fun reconstruction surgeries afterwards, it was really mm-hmm. hard for me to get um, physically back in shape and not just like, you know, weight loss, weight gain. It was more like muscle. I felt yes. I felt like I had a lot of um, atrophy. Yes. And uh I do for sure. Yeah, and I Well, and it's it's not having estrogen. Yes. Estrogen plays a key role in building muscle in women. Mm-hmm. And so there the there's an acceleration of muscle wasting when you deprive your body of estrogen. Right. It's just a double whammy for us. And the, all the body changes. I can't like I've lost my chaturanga. Like that's the way that I kind of <laughs> have gauged how because I can't really go by my weight as far as my physical fitness I don't think weight is a good no um estimate for that at all no I don't and think so, so the way I've always um because my upper body strength is so limited let's say you know the the way that you like are in a plank position and you can lower your way you're almost all the way to where your chest hits the ground mm-hmm. in one and it all hits at the same time and then you can do the like up dog like I've completely lost that like uh, stabilizing ability mm-hmm. I can do plank not for very long but I've lost my chaturanga so I need to get it back but it I don't my stomach right now and I didn't realize after fat grafting that I would have to restretch my abdomen but it tightened up again mm-hmm. and that is like oh, that's the worst part of it it's the worst part and I know it's temporary but I can't even stretch that way mm. let alone have the muscles to do it so it's such a long road yeah. and it's so discouraging. It, it feels like you have so many steps to go through to get there that it, Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's like I'm done before I even begin. Right. Yeah. The weakness that came after all of the treatments and, um, you know, going through all of that, it, I'm still on a journey to get anywhere near where I was prior um which is amazing to me because like you're like my fitness role model you're doing like karate and boxing and like those are two like you're learning skills I (laughs) like yoga is great and it looks nice and you know it's good flexibility is good but it's not like a skill where if I were to be attacked I could yoga my way out of it like you're actually, you know, you could yoga your way out if, of it. Exactly. If if this turns into a Hunger Games type situation, I am going to I am coming to your house 
and I'm joining what your team essentially. <laughs> like I know I'll get killed first, and you'll be the winner. Like I'm not the uh, Katniss Everdeen of the situation. Everdeen uh... ever. Everlane, ever clear? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Katniss, that I'm sure of. Wow, I'm really reaching back in time for that uh, <laughs> metaphor. I probably could have found something a little more timely, but whatever. <laughs> Hunger Games is timeless. You can't convince me it's not. True, true. Yeah, um, you just seem incredibly fit to me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not, but I am still on oh. a journey, and I think of fitness just like, like I said, muscle strength. You know, yeah. um, and I think I was just so far in the other direction that even though, yes, I'm doing all of those things and um, I'm working really hard to achieve those goals, but I think that's a long road. I don't think that that's one year. I think that's going to be a couple of years. And it's so funny because yeah. I've told somebody that before, like, um, you know, oh, well, you know, what are you doing in karate? And I was like, well, I'm I'm training for this, but, you know, I really, and they're like, oh, well, that's awesome. And I go, yeah, but it's more than that because I think, I and I say things like I'm still recovering from, you know, the muscle tone loss and all of that from yeah. going through cancer treatment. And they're like, really? Wow, still? And I'm like, it's not like it was oh 20 years ago. I know. Like it was yesterday, basically. It just, the, the, I'm not sure what the world's expectations are, but it seems like. Oh, I have no idea. I think that it almost seems like because we're no longer bald and we no longer have a portacath that we're, we're better. Like it's all better. A hundred percent. Um, and I think a lot of women probably can relate to that because you just don't, have the sick look anymore but you can um have the weakness and you know i don't know for me that was a really big deal it's a huge deal it it feels awful mm-hmm. it feels awful and we're already fighting this cultural idea that like a healthy person looks only a very certain way and that is like that fit like yoga girl who's got like good arm definition and like her legs don't jiggle when she walks guess what i will never have arm definition my arms just aren't built that way when i was working out like consistently i still didn't really have arm definition like i've got like these this my arms are just doughy they're just soft and i can get some good muscle in my leg but my legs will never not jiggle even after fat grafting I still have jiggle in my legs and I'm kind of, I'm kind of proud of it because (laughs) there's something to be said for that. I like the way it looks. And I very specifically told my surgeon, you may take no fat from the back of my thighs and you may take no fat from my ass because I like it. I like the look. And so you're already fighting this cultural idea that you can't have those things and be like the peak of physical fitness. And then you're fighting your body. You're fighting your chemicals. You're fighting your, your fatigue. You're fighting a fucking pandemic. You're fighting a collective trauma that we're all going through on the heels of a very individual trauma that is also collective of breast cancer. And it's just, it's been a lot. Yeah, for sure. It's been a lot. Definitely. And uh, 
anyway, working out is hard. Totally. Uh, <laughs> what other 2020 resolutions did you have? Um, I think that, I mean, that I didn't, pretty much yeah, it. I mean, I didn't have a ton. I, I always try to like, you know, give myself, um, small goals, you know, in, and once I've reached that one and I'm like, okay, now it's time I have another one. Like mm. I like, cause I like to be able to get to it, you know? Yeah. And I think that that helps achieve it. Yeah. That helps me keep going through it. Um, because if I feel like it's so far out there and unattainable, then I, it's harder to stay motivated to get there for me. Absolutely. And I'm absolutely guilty of like shooting for the stars <laughs> with my resolution <laughs> and they'll be like so vast, you know, I'll be, I mean, 2020 is not necessarily the greatest. Uh, I would feel like I was very specific about 2020, but like I've had resolutions in the past that have been like get in the best shape of my life write five books read 50 <laughs> books uh like you know like just crazy shit yeah and i feel like the older i get or maybe it's cancer's influence um i just for 2021 yeah have chosen very specific i feel attainable things yeah so like I think that one, mm. for instance, that I did, I actually achieved recently is when I was first cleared to do push-ups again, which I know everybody <gasps> loves doing. I was like, I'm going to be able to do 20 push-ups, good push-ups without stopping. And guess what and I did you, this wait. morning? No. Yeah. You no. did 20 push-ups? Yeah. Holy shit, girl. Also, have you been reading my 2021 projections no okay is that one i'm glad you said that because you're my new trainer um i i'm i'm just like i mean i've seen your body you look fit as hell so i'm not surprised you can do 20 push-ups but also i cannot do a single real push-up oh and so the idea of someone just cranking out 20 is well i started with let like you know three good ones you know get out three good ones and then, okay, but how do you get there? Well, how do you get to being able to do the first one? Well, I mean, I, my I started with, um, like, it's so funny. I was just talking to a friend of mine about this the other day because yeah. she was like, how do you do push-ups? And I was like, well, you can yes. even start, start with wall push-ups, which means like you're standing and you're like okay. leaning against a wall, you know, okay. so... You're on an angle, and you can just start with that. And as long as your doctor says it's okay, you know, you want to get clearance to do push-ups, especially after breast cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I specifically asked about it. So I started with those, and then when I was able to, like, make my angle a lot further, then I was like, okay, I think I can do ones where I have my knees resting on the ground, and then I'm doing, okay. like, the modified push-ups. Don't call them girl push-ups, okay? They're not girl push-ups. No, they're not Anyone girl out there that they're... calls those girl push-ups doesn't deserve to do them. Just don't do them Ooh. then. Call them... Get up off the floor if you're going to call them girl push-ups. They're not girl push-ups. They're just modified push-ups for people who yes. need somewhere to start. That's right. So 
you can even do an even more modified push-up where you're sit where you have your hands on the ground and your knees on the ground kind of like um you're in like cat pose kind of yeah and where you put more oh. of your weight forward and you can do and you could that still counts as a push-up okay um and then you can move to having your you know your hips straight and where you have your knees okay. on the ground those push-ups and then you start and then you can pick up those knees and start doing God, it's at that point that i just it's like i lose the ability to <laughs> it's it's not easy keep my face from hitting the floor <laughs> but i'm resolved to do it yeah and this 2021 is the year yeah i have um 2021 this year i have a test um for a black belt candidate coming up i'm not a when? i will not be a black belt i am i have to apply for candidacy to become a black or to start training for a black belt that's oh on tuesday god. oh my god where i will do copious amounts of push-ups i'm sure i'm amazed we'll see how that goes i'm amazed it's not amazing yet. It hasn't happened. <laughs> uh, I'm already, I mean, it's already amazing because, like, there are so many belts you have to get. Th- I'm just amazed. I'm amazed. Show me your ways, Sensei. Like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> please. It's, We're going to talk more about this. But it's fun for me. So, you know, I, I like I said, I like the challenge. That's the thing. It's just like I was saying before, I like little goals that I can get to. And for me, it's yeah. like, ooh, the next belt rank. I can get to the next belt rank. And like, what do I need to get there? Here are the tools that I need. Okay, I'm going to study those tools. And then I'm going to practice those tools. And then like, I just keep going. And that fills my little bucket every time. Man, I want to do this. That's it. I'm That's... becoming a karate master. <laughs> That's attainable in one year, right? Great. Okay. Here's my list of resolutions for 2021, which I call, I am calling projections. I call them my 2021 projections. Okay. So by the end of 2021, these are the achievements that I will have achieved, I guess. Um, First of all, though, I just, I'm going to admit something a little bit embarrassing. And that is that I bought a paper planner. You go. I, I mean, well, I've never used a paper planner. I bought one. I bought a big one. Uh, and it gets worse. This planner comes with stickers. Yes. Yes. And it gets worse. I decided after receiving this planner and looking over the stickers that the stickers it comes with are insufficient for my paper planner needs. Hmm. And so I bought two more books of stickers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've been filling this thing out since early November. Do you know where I'm going right after this podcast? I hope to Target I'm to get yourself go- the same planner. <laughs> I'm going to go buy me a planner. I'm so inspired. I know I said this to you, but I got it from Target. It is, uh, it's it's a dark, it's a navy spiral bound planner that has a pineapple on it, and it says 2021. The way it's laid out, oh my god. It, the layout is amazing. So it starts with like, 
every month just the month on mm-hmm. on the one page and then the opposite page when you have it laying flat mm-hmm. is all these sections for planning and listing things oh. lists list after, uh, yep. list after we list. love lists and then you turn the page and it's february and lists march <laughs> and lists and then you start getting to weekly then they break it down weekly oh. you know in chronological order obviously because it's a calendar mm-hmm. and so you've got monday through sunday and on one side so you have more room mm-hmm. and then you've got lists on the right hand side I love this. and i'm just it's giving me life right now i haven't planned i've planned all the way through august just these like outrageous things i know i know i've skipped some months because like i have these like arbitrary markers of my year uh-huh. that i want to like do things anyway it, it's just oh <gasps> I love it so much. I love this fantasy 2021 that I am like living in. I love currently. it. Um, and here I should mention that um, I've never used a paper planner before. And mm-hmm. as an adult uh, in the past, I have mercilessly made fun of those who have paper planners, especially people who use stickers mm. in them. So I acknowledge that uh, in my admission of this, I am due some comeuppance. And so don't hold back, people. <laughs> Do not hold back. You can make fun of me as much as possible. Like, be ruthless because I deserve it. And I already have 14 stickers on January alone, if that gives you some material with which to kind of I want to see um, these stickers. Get your insults Actually, ready. I'm going to I'm literally going to go get one. I'm so excited. I will, as soon as we're done here, I will text you pictures of the sticker books I got because they're amazing. And if you find better ones, uh-huh. I'll be tempted. I might I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say. It is, it is amazing. And like I've been going and like leaving myself notes for like when I get to that month. Yeah. And um, just in January. January is like my planning month. January, the entire month of January, I will plan the rest of the year and i've like separated out like this week is for planning this this week Can is for planning you plan this. my year <laughs> oh god i would love to i love planning other people's lives are you kidding me are you kidding me have we met yeah. so um, i might actually employ you for some things oh please mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i'll do this for free uh i left myself a note for january mm-hmm. and the note is as follows in case you want to take inspiration from this okay uh, I wrote to myself, I will be doing fuck all this month. I will abso-fucking-lutely be conserving my energy to plan shit that I want to be doing this year. Sassy llama sticker, lightning sticker. <laughs> you can put whatever you want because it's just paper. Sassy llama. Sassy llama. This llama like has its head, like its chin in the air and it's prancing away. It's like, oh yeah. Sassy llama sticker. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then also your on, in January, <laughs> the llama is named Tina. And Tina ain't having it from anybody but herself this year. So, and then I also have my projections that I wrote down. So here's what I have thus far. 2021 projections. So by the end of 2021, season two of Breast Cancer is Boring, the podcast completed. Boom. Boom, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be amazing. We're going to have amazing episodes. Things are going to get awkward. Things are going to get weird. Like, stay tuned, people, <laughs> because it's 2.0. Um, second, draft one of Breast Cancer is Boring, the book complete. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a book. 
Nice. I've basically been writing it since I was diagnosed. It's a hot mess, and I am not a great editor. So get excited. First draft complete by the end of 2021. Next projection, 20 books read. This is one of those like totally attainable goals because I am on my 20th book of 2020, which was my goal for this year. So I know I can break, I can oh, knock so out 20 books in a year. I'm so that one. I wish it's, I could read 20 books. I mean, I read 20 children's yeah. books over and over <laughs> and over again. You want to know Fox read and 20 Socks? children's books 20 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can almost recite Fox and Socks. Fox and Socks on Knox on Box. Oh, God. Mm, I've got those tongue twisters tied, I mean, man. at least your kids are classy. They in their do selection of books. love the traditional Dr. Seuss books, which I love. God, who doesn't? Who and I'm so glad that they love. I mean, let's talk about Tweedle Beetles, okay? Oh, man. What's mm-hmm. the one? What's the one where uh, Sneeches? Sneeches on Beaches? The Sneeches? <laughs> when they come and like some of the Sneeches have stars on their bellies and some don't? Have you seen that one? I don't know. Oh my god, that was the best one. I will I'm going to find it okay. and send it to you. Okay. You need to have sneeches. Okay. I think that's what they were called, sneeches on beaches. I mean, it's Anyway, <laughs> the sneeches with stars on their bellies. It's basically about classism. And the and the sneeches with stars on their bellies are like cooler than the sneeches who don't. Oh. And so the sneeches who don't develop this machine where they slide through this machine and it puts a star on their belly. So then the sneeches with stars on their bellies are like, well, that, no, oh, no, you don't. And so then they create a machine that takes the stars off their belly. And so they just keep like in this ridiculous like system where they're putting it on, taking it off, putting it on, taking it off. It's, it's, it's kind of brilliant, actually. Totally. It's, it's, it's amazing. I'll find it. Okay. I'll find it. You need sneeches. I need it. Um, so 20 books read. I've already started my... I will have my list of probably what I'm going to read. It's always like a cursory list. I usually deviate from it because, you know, things happen and new books come out. Totally. And you didn't know. Um, hmm. Mastery of first-person shooter on PS5. And mastery equals competence because here's the thing. I have wasted enough of my life not being good at video games. Okay. I want to be able to someday walk into a party. People are playing video games. So I don't know. I guess I walked into a 15-year-old's birthday. And I can just sit down and and actually shoot people on Call of Duty without dying within the first five seconds. Because I'm staring at the sky, wandering, because that like takes both... Both of the controllers, like, you can go front, back, side to side with one, but then the other one controls, like, if you're looking up or down or side to side, it's very confusing. And I'm done not being good at it. Okay. I am done not being good at it. So Solid practice. I am getting a PS5 someday. I don't even know if it's going to be available in 2021 because I've tried to buy it several times and apparently it's it's not to be had anyway. But I will get a PS5 and I will get good. At shooting people in it. Because <laughs> it's the only place where it's okay to shoot people. Um, and then my last one is can do 10 push-ups adequately. Oh, wow. Literally. That is my fitness goal. I want to be able to do 10 push-ups in a roll. In, in a roll. Mm-hmm. 10 push-ups and a roll. Because you will have to roll me to my next destination after I've done 10 push-ups. I won't be able to get up. So just kind of roll me wherever I need to go. <laughs> yeah, 10 push-ups. That's... And I and I want it, whoever's observing the push-ups to be like, 
Yeah, those were adequate. Nice. That's, you know, doesn't have to be great, yeah. but adequate. My karate master says you have to break the plane. Break the plane. Mm-hmm. What does so, that mean? Like when you go down in a push-up, that yeah, like your elbows have to break the yes. plane so that they're bent more, so that they're not. Do you know what I mean oh, by that? That yes, like your your elbows will be the highest point in your higher. horizontal body, right? Higher. They don't have. I mean, your body doesn't have to come all the way down to the ground. Okay, but um. He's always telling us, break the plane. <laughs> break the plane. Like, oh! If my elbows have to be higher than my ass, I'm not sure it's physically possible for me. So <laughs> just please take that into consideration. Noted. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, also, please note that I there is no mention of surgeries or procedures, which is amazing, and I really hope... Other than like some laser treatment, you know, that I plan to do for my scars and the second round of laser hair removal to reposition the pubic hair region, which was has definitely broken uh, north of the barrier to which I am used to it being. Uh, other than that, you know. Anyway. Uh, the only resolution you have down here is to paint your nails at some point. Okay, what's okay. with this resolution to paint your nails at least so, once? Yes. So here's my thing is I don't like, okay, no. I like having my nails done, but I don't like spending the money on having my nails done. Absolutely. Um. So then I resolved to polishing my own nails. But what I really want to get is one of those little kits that I can do it at home, like, you know, one of those little lights and all the good stuff to where I can put that nail polish oh, on. Oh, you're that talking stays about gel on. nails, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want them to stay, okay? Because, I mean, listen, yeah. I'm a mom. Yeah, I you, do dishes. You and can't laundry. be. Yeah, no, I, I'm a regular nail polish. It does not matter what kind it is, whether I, I put clear coat on top or not. It doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't stay i mean i'll put okay. it on it'll look nice for like a day, a day maybe yeah and then i'm to the point where i'm like oh no that's just tacky <laughs> and i just don't have time <laughs> i don't have time no you to don't. go and fix it or redo it and then and then i get busy doing other things and then you know i'm at a work meeting and I'm using my pen and wanting to like pull my sleeve over my hand. Like, Oh my God, Uh, my nails look like I'm like, I'm in middle school. And that's the worst. The chipping nails. Oh man. So bad. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Uh, I used to polish my nails all the time and it was, I still do. You know, I know yours are beautiful. And well, I don't have children, and as evidenced by the fact that I can have a, a manicure last a whole week. But some women that have kids know how to do this. Well, I don't. Mm, they pay to have it done. Like, let's not They, mu- they probably kidding. do. Or maybe they pay their children to paint their nails. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> that works. Oh, No idea. I don't know. I just, um, I would really like to do that okay that would be like that would be nice oh and i really want to so um 
I have a, I don't know if what they're called, but like I have dark spots on my face. Yes. And I would really like to find something that works well on the dark spots on my face. They're not like really dramatic, but I have like Middle Eastern olive skin Mm -hmm. and I... Some of them are freckles and some of them I'm like, oh, that is definitely a dark spot. Yes. So I don't want to be doing those. both of those freckles and I dark spots. I doubt that very seriously. What? You, you haven't have dark seen dark spots it? on your face? Yeah, yeah, I do. Or maybe no. they're just big freckles. Well, here's the You deal. probably have freckles. I have some very special creams that I've been using okay. for years because... I've become obsessed with my skin in the last five years. And just this year, because I've met my deductible, I saw my dermatologist and she prescribed me retinol. Well, it's retinoic acid because there's different kinds Uh of retinol. Some you can get over the counter. Now, retinol can cause your skin to get really dry and flaky. So it's not like the kind of product that you do and you immediately look good. It's like your skin has to get used to it. Mm Mm-hmm. But a prescription strength retinol, retinoic acid, is like the gold standard of anti, not anti-aging. I hate using that term uh, because I would like to age, but I'd like to age in such a way that, you know, is it too, is it too much of a goal to age like Kate Blanchett? <laughs> I, want, I would like to age no. like Kate Blanchett. Also, I think... Um, Emma Thompson has aged beautifully. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her. Uh, she's lovely, and I want to age like that. So, I heard that like there's some that you can use, and then when you stop using them, like everything just comes back, which is sad. That is sad. Mm-hmm. But also, why would you stop using it if it's good? True, true, true. I always try and keep my face out of the sun. Um, and I have been like at least, gosh, for the last, I don't know, at least five years, maybe, maybe longer. I've, I always wear a hat like in the summer, Oh yeah. but you know, that's the key. I'm outside a lot. So, uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So I wear an SPF every day and I have for years because, um, I burn like in a, I burn on a cloudy day in the winter time. So, uh, it's always just been the way that my skin is. So (laughs) I've worn SPF all the, like, and I can't like have like a moisturizer with, uh, SPF in it or a foundation with SPF. Like that ain't strong enough for me. I have to like put like on like, you know, the good stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Now I'm down a, a road and I don't remember how we got here. Those are my my personal oh, yeah. twenty twenty one projection goals. Okay. I just ha- I you know I tiny steps yeah tiny mm. steps to take care of myself that I can you know really. I'm so excited about these steps because I love them so much. <laughs> They're things I'm excited about. I do too. I you know I think I think it's important. Um, I don't know. I, at least for me, I spend so much of my time taking care of others. Yeah. Um, and even though I 
I speak it and I tell people like, you need to take care of you and you need to take care of yourself and stand up for yourself and do those little things that make you happy. And it's so funny because before you know it, you know, your day is gone and those things that you meant to do, you ran out of time for. And then before you know it, your week is done. And then before you know it, the month is over. And then all of a sudden now we're December 2020. Like exactly. the year is done. And so, um, yeah. We, at the, at, at, we got here so fast at, on the one hand and on the other hand, it's been 500 days. Yeah. Yeah. Intense. I'm going to get a planner and I'm going to put paint my nails in that planner. Yes. There's stickers. I got a sticker book and it has a sticker of like a woman of, of nails mm-hmm. and nail polish bottles. Yeah, I'm going to like have to dedicate like a day for that. Totally. Maybe deep condition my hair and paint my nails. Oh my God, you're describing every Sunday for me. (laughs) Oh, no joke. I tell my husband like, I'm painting my nails. And then anything that has to be done, I'm like, my nails are wet. (laughs) I can't. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just slowly work that into the expectations of your family. You give 500%. Five million percent of the time, so they can give you. They can give you some. Totally, and you just you create this, create the bubble around it, and let your let those kids know like, mommy's painting her nails. When her nails are wet, she needs things brought to her, and so they're just gonna have to learn how to do all that, do the laundry, make dinner. Uh steam your work outfit for the next day right yeah yeah that'll brush, all definitely happen. brush your shoes and uh feed the dog yeah. the dog out like all that stuff yeah all mix, those things mix you a drink right these all seem like attainable parenting things so totally yeah totally totally i told you i i don't want a slice of lemon i just want a twist I told you two olives in mommy's martini. Two olives. Why is that so hard? Ugh. So hard. You're not getting a tip today. I mean, maybe pay them? It, would they find... I mean, if you put like a monetary value on it, you think they could... Uh... I don't know. Hmm. Probably not because they can't use their money for anything right now. Oh man, you, you know, could set up your own economy. You could right. uh, like come up with like your own currency, and then they could use that currency for things they want, like more TV time or totally. I don't know something. That's, yeah, they get enough screen time as it is. But you're right; that's that's a good that's idea. True. Then you could develop a product that has no real value, but then hype it up like it has value. Right. That's another tactic. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's sneaky and pretty um, good. Well, it's always good to get your parenting advice for someone who has no children. Uh <laughs> all right. So those are good. I like your I like your resolutions. Um and those are all the re- resolutions I have. And in conclusion, I understand that January 1st, 2021 is an arbitrary milestone mm-hmm. at which nothing substantial will actually change. Nope. Except possibly my mood for like a good 24 hours, but it's still important and I'm still looking forward to it and I still find meaning in it and all of those things simply because I've decided that that is true for me. 
So, Boom. also, there are real things to get excited about. We will have a new president. Woohoo! We will have a COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah, yeah. That within the year 2021 will be available to everyone, is my expectation. And possibly that means that this time next year we can have holidays with our family. Um, can I tell can... you a little thing I heard on the radio yes. yesterday? Yes, yes. So they had a great idea for distribution of the COVID-19 vaccination. Okay. Give it to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> genius. Oh, genius. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you say that like it's a joke. No, but it's a I great read, idea. I read that HEB will be distributing it. Good. They you will be able to get your vaccine at HEB. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. But Chick-fil-A, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, like I, I think I said before, every every restaurant that had to close down that mm-hmm. has a drive-through mm-hmm. should suddenly become a drive-through vaccine place. Should be converted and you get a meal with your vaccine paid <gasps> for by the government. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And whether you get your vaccine at a Chick-fil-A, which I personally will not because Chick-fil-A does not get my business because I don't agree with their, uh, basically, I don't agree with their worldview and what they contribute to. And I don't want my money going to garbage people, but, but their chicken is delicious and there's no denying that. As I recall, it's quite delicious. Let's stop talking about them. Stop convincing myself. Hey, Happy Chicks is better. Um... Hopefully we can spend next year this time with our families and we can see our friends and we can go um, to those places that um, like uh, that I'm thinking of where, you know, you have like those places where you go and like they give you Uh a list of food and you look at the list and you're like, I'll have this thing and this thing. And then they're like, okay, I will go get you those things. And then like you're eating there and and there's other people eating there there too, though. And like you Mm -hmm. don't know them, but they might be eating the same thing you're eating. And so you like kind of make eye contact and you are kind of like, yeah, this is good. right? And they kind of nod to you and those places. Totally. I want to go there again. Yeah. Like, you eat on real dishes, but you don't have to wash them afterwards. So I... That's the best. It's the best part of the whole mm-hmm. goddamn thing. Um, also, being that this is the last podcast for this season, our big season finale, um, which I should have piped in some sounds of fireworks and, and like, air horns or whatever, but I did not. Um, I'm also really, really grateful that so many of you all listening to this found this podcast in 2020 and took time out of your lives to listen. Um, I mean, some of those people are people who already have to listen to me too much in their daily life anyway. And so I'm especially grateful for those people, but actually coming here and listening and commenting and leaving us ratings and all the DMS and messages, they mean a lot and I'm sorry that I'm not better at Instagram. I don't understand it fully yet. <laughs> I don't get like the nuances and I don't understand the etiquette, but like we like it and we're grateful and thank you. And we will be back in February of 2021. We'll be back. We'll be bigger and better than ever. 
uh, I mean, I don't want to get your expectations so high that we can't deliver, but um, it's basically going to be the best thing that you've ever heard and probably highlight of your entire year. So stay tuned. Woohoo. Lauren, anything else? That's it. No. That's it. Thank That's you. It. Happy holidays. Thank you. See you next Happy year. Happy holidays. Yes. Sorry.